0: I was tortured literally i started getting called faggot when i was in first grade so you were like F- it, "They already so know. so i was in my head i'm thinking okay well okay my femininity is not okay to the outside world if i'm dressed as a boy
1: but if i go out dressed as a girl i can be as fucking as i want to and i'm gonna
0: work it and no one's gonna say anything people don't hate gay guys because they're gay they hate anything that's feminine does that they make any sense? No, it's femininity. They, they see anything that's girly or feminine or, or woman-like as something that's weak. And that's why I think we do drag, because we want to empower that, that deity, feminine yeah. focus. And I just want to show people that we're not stupid. We're not uneducated. Not we have jobs. And I can
1: cook. So that's our clip of the week, uh, which I thought was... Um, a really poignant one mm-hmm. for this week, especially because of kind of what's been going on in drag news, but also because it's like right up, our, right on our alley Indeed, um, Ms. in, in terms. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take that on <laughs> um, in, in terms of what we talk about. Um, you know, the idea that Juju uh, Jujubee and this is from untucked. Um, the, the idea that she's talking about this idea that um, m- men, or even gay men uh, downplay or hate on femininity mm-hmm. is not just, uh, it's its not just in the straight community. I mean, it is gay men as well, that also kind of look down upon femininity and being femme. Mm-hmm. And it is all stemmed in misogyny. It is all women hating. And so that's why I, I just, you know, I'm reminded um, by just this speech that this is season two. This is still early exposure of drag and the mm-hmm. art of drag and the idea of gender being a construct mm-hmm. into the eyes of the gay community.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think the idea that like this happens in the gay community as much as the straight community, I think in some ways it's in in certain ways it's worse in the gay community because gay men are not being covert about their misogyny in order to get laid. Right. I mean, I there are plenty of straight men who are very overt about it. Yeah. But. There's also that element of when you're at a gay bar, it is nothing to to bash women and oh that that you know straight girl in the corner with her friends. It's, it's it is expensive. nasty snatch exactly. Yeah, right. But I think then you go to a straight bar and it's like. Men can have all these misogynistic points of view, but they have to look like a good guy. Right, right. Because they're trying to, you know. Whereas,
1: you know, a woman can walk into a bar and into a gay bar and the gay men can roll their eyes and be like, ugh, why is she here? Mm -hmm. I mean, even last night I was out with my friend Simon and we walked into Julius. And the minute we walked in, there was a bachelorette party Mm -hmm. and we just heard like, woo, woo," screaming, screaming, screaming. Right. And the bouncer said, ugh, yeah, they're here. And I said, well, perfect place for them. You know, of great guys.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said to him. I
1: said, well, yep, I'm not going to play along with this misogynistic game that you're trying to like have validated right now. Right. Because it's like, yeah, they're here. They're paying a lot of money. They're having a good time. And the only thing that's annoying you is how high pitched their voices are. Right. And if it was a bunch of gay Femi men You'd still roll your eyes Because it's about The pitch of their voice It's about the femininity That they're expressing And I think that's Kind of what um, B is talking about here And mm-hmm. what Tatiana Was talking about as well Which is so true She's like You know what People are gonna Fucking bash me As a uh, If I'm presenting male mm-hmm. And I'm acting all femme right. But if I was If I was presenting female I couldn't get away with it And I'm celebrated Yeah you Yeah
0: know? No it's It, it is really uh, I, I think her making that point I feel like If I was fresh on season two and this was my first time getting to know the queens, that speech from Juju would be like, okay, now you're my favorite because it's like right. that like right. you're like making a really fucking good point like Nicole Page Brooks is her over here ta-ti. like tapping her French you know French manicured nail, toenails French, French white white, white dip, acrylic yeah <laughs> white tip acrylic yeah. she's over there just being a hefty bag of God yeah, knows what dropping the T word yeah dropping the T word right, yeah, the <laughs> and Jujubee's over here being like sorry I'm just gonna make an intelligent point for a minute sure. here sure. and I really um, I appreciate that and I think we talk about all the time in the seasons of like what What's what you're being exposed to. Like what we saw in season one was like the work of doing drag. Right. And what we're starting to see just from this first episode of season two is like some more things people need to hear, some more perspectives, and more objectives. I mean, it's almost know? like we
1: forgot about this, mm-hmm. right? Like the original Social Justice Warrior was Jujubee. I know. You know, I mean, I... I appreciated when, um, you know, they were saying, like, I don't want to have sex with women, Mm -hmm. even though I love them, I think they're beautiful, Mm -hmm. which you can, it can be construed as somewhat misogynist, right? Or somewhat in in any way, just kind of like othering. But, you know, it's like, I don't want a vagina, I'm a man, I have to tuck, uh, still. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not, it's not about women. It's about gender. It's about the construct. Mm -hmm. And this idea that they want to empower the deity of the feminine focus. Right. Mm -hmm. That was, I think, a really important point that Juju brings up. Because it's not necessarily empowering women, because they're not women. Mm -hmm. They're not. And they'll never be women. Maybe some of them will never be women. And Mm -hmm. it's not about um, the sex it's about the gender It's about what you are portraying mm-hmm. It's about what you are promoting And I think if we if you want to bring it up it, We can talk about Willem Yeah um, Because Willem is struggling with the idea of sex versus gender
0: Yeah that was um so Willem has uh, Yeah fill us in Mary So what I, 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 I Whether it's a, a podcast or just a you know a Sort of live interview show that does this thing called suck less And um, <laughs> Clever Yeah clever Oh Willem Yeah <laughs> So blue. Married, uh, Willem. You yeah, married, Willem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so um, they had a caller or someone, not a caller, excuse me, someone attended an email. And the short of it was that she was dating somebody and found out about a month in that he was a trans man, did not have a penis. Uh, and she was, you know, and, and he, she didn't know that up until... A month into the relationship Right And she was just not Trying sure to navigate that She's like I just I, I don't know If this is what I want I don't know if he can I just don't know If this is gonna work Right Which by the way Totally valid In that situation Totally valid To be like I'm just not really sure How to handle this
1: Right It's also like You know To, to be upfront And to be Less covert about it Shows that you're confident It mm-hmm. shows that you're in a place Where That's not an issue for you mm-hmm. Granted You know I can also understand Why someone would keep it for a yeah. little while
0: To themselves Because you know Unless you're having sex Right It's none of your Fucking business Right And we don't know The context of these People's lives And how safe He would feel To reveal that And I think There must be so many Things there you have to Navigate You know right. with like well, right. All things that I can't Even speak to Because I just don't Know about it But anyway um, Courtney Act was on uh, With Willem Cotney Act. Yeah, Cotney Act was there. And she uh, was, thank God, bringing a, a much more measured and educated um, perspective about how to handle this. But Willem was kind of going to this place of like saying, oh, he's just a butch lesbian. And just like making comments that like, oh, well, he's, you know, just because you chop off your tits and put on a dress doesn't make you a woman. Yeah, just because you cut off your titties and take testosterone, that
1: doesn't change your chromosomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, very Willem style
0: in the sense that it was just like it was aggressive off the cuff and aggressive and yeah. and abrasive and and uh, divisive and he does do that he does like to push buttons but this felt. I, also I think completely that, ignorant. Yeah, right, but I also like, think that Willem is really smart, and so it's actually super out of character. It's like, right. you're it's like su- oh, you don't know. Right. It's like, you're so much smarter than this. This seems right, so strange. Right. And, of course, then Courtney kind of educated the situation. It's like when you
1: find out that someone is, like, this brilliant person, and then they, like, also are, like, a racist person against Chinese people. Right. You know,
0: like... Right. It's like, like oh. Yeah. I guess I... Yeah, I guess I just assumed when I saw one thing that the rest of it was consistent. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, certainly uh, got a lot of backlash for this. And but I think at the same time, I think that you know there's, there's this opportunity here. We could either be like shame, shame, Willem. That doesn't help anybody, including Willem. Or yeah, I
1: think he he mentioned that. He's like, I just want to thank all the people that asked me why I could say such comments mm-hmm. as opposed to spewing the hate. Mm-hmm. I mean I understand the 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 temptation to spew hate but like obviously on the internet it's so much easier to do that especially when you don't know a person right Right, and it's like yeah those statements were certainly polarizing and and terrible Um, But I did under I I did uh, grab a little quote from what he said He said Courtney told me that gender is different than sex which I'm trying to understand. I'm getting it I'm learning I didn't know and I hope my education catches up with the evolution of thought I feel bad about how I made people feel about it and this is my official apology I mean, it's up to the, the, the individual to accept it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously actions speak
0: louder than words. Yeah. So it's like, okay, moving forward. Right. It's exactly. It's what do you do with that education? Right. But I think all of this just to kind of like look at it from a different angle. What a, I actually saw a comment, even someone suggesting this, like, "Oh, this almost seems like it was staged to have an opportunity for good cop, bad cop." I mean, to have this oh, conversation, yeah, you right? Know? I, I, I was
1: just about to say that, like, is this a Willem stunt, right, right, it to it like get more attention a good to conversation his show, and the and yeah, and Courtney got to really shine. Mm-hmm. Um, she sounded so well-spoken right
0: and i think someone like willem is like i'm not afraid to say things that piss people off So, like sure i'll take the heat for two weeks but if it results in like educating people i mean there's a yeah that's that's really true yeah there's a video that he posted on his channel on youtube called the conversation continues Mm -hmm. and it's like an 18 minute video where it's uh he's talking out of drag you know some sort of you know backstage green room whatever like casual conversation um with alaska and courtney and Stacey lane matthews um i guess because they're all on the like uh triple a girls tour oh right and so and they're all kind of just having a really like intelligent um reasonable conversation it's not arguing he's open to hearing what they have to say he's asking questions that could feel like, oh, you shouldn't say that. But it's like, no, you should. You should ask these questions. Yeah, yeah. So that we can get the answers. Yeah, right. You have so, to be
1: you have to be Bold enough to sound ignorant sometimes, and admit that you're ignorant too. Because I don't, I think that was the problem with his aggressiveness is Mm -hmm. that he didn't sound like he was, he thought he was wrong or he was unsure about it. Mm -hmm. You know.
0: And I think if you're in a certain headspace, and he's and he's in the elevated Willem character, it's kind of like part of that character is to kind of be like, sorry, not sorry. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. right, So to be in that situation of kind of a a real life like snafu, it's like. How do you stay in character? I do hate or, that
1: about politicians and celebrities where they can like fuck up and then they just apologize and then it's gone mm-hmm. and it's excused. I mean, but at least he's acknowledging it. But I do hate that like you can do wrong
0: and then apologize later and it's okay, like right. every Christian in the world, right? It's right. Like, oh you just know. go to confession. Yeah, it's just fine. Go to confession right. It's okay. But I think the the conversation that it started and the questions that it brought up are are questions lots of people have. So I'm I think it's it's not it's, it's about the fact that those answers are available to some people who didn't have those answers before. Right. So and I certainly credit Courtney Act for that. Yeah, you know?
1: no, I agree. And you know, I, I love that this conversation is spinning out of Jujubee's, mm-hmm. uh original from two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Yeah, uh, idea about mm-hmm. um, gender. It's and like more relevant
0: now than it was then. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 more to the surface now, where mm-hmm. we're actually seeing it because um, trans people are becoming more visible. Exactly. Um, because they were always there. They mm-hmm. were always listening to what Jujubee uh, was saying, mm-hmm. and, they, and they were listening. When Nicole Page Bo- Brooks was, you know, saying, "Well, that makes you a tranny because yeah. you're dressing up like a girl," it's like, no, mm-hmm. no. Well, and first of all, that word sucks, and also,
0: like, mm-hmm. no. And and credit that scene to Tatiana as well. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I I really appreciate what she, she had to was say. making such a good point of, like, when she was saying, and I think it was the, it was before the clip started, where she was she talked about going to school in drag and the principal being like, "If I ever catch you like this again," and she's like okay, well, I'm actually dressing the same way as any other girl here. And yeah. if you've got a problem with the, with the wig, then you can take the tracks out of every girl's hair here. Right. If you got a problem with the fake tits, you can take the stuffing out of yep. your bra here. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck. Right. I, I, it's, a, it's a brilliant point. Yeah. It's a brilliant point. And what I like about that is like Tatiana in season two is very different from Tatiana All-Stars, but this is a glimpse of like, oh, yeah. Oh, she you're, she you're smart. An, you're 21
1: years old. Yeah.
0: She had some growing up to do, but like, and she
1: did it. She did. But I feel like I feel like she she grew up a lot because of what she did in yeah. high school. Oh, I mean, that is that takes such you see it. You see, your paradigm is opened mm-hmm. further. You know, you mm-hmm. see things differently when you're faced up against a status quo like that. And to be 14 years old, right? Be, yeah, exactly.
0: Even if you are quote unquote mainstream normal, you don't feel like you fit in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like to have all those cards stacked against you and still be like, you know. Oh, yeah. Willing to go out and dress in heels and do it anyway. Yeah. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and just to go back to the last quote before we move on, it's just, um, you know, when she says people don't hate gay guys because they're gay. It's because they act feminine. And, mm-hmm. and we, we've talked about this before. Cheyenne Jackson mm-hmm. winning the, like, gay passable Absolutely. award. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, right. right? you win. Everybody thinks you're hot because... Why? Because you don't act fucking femme. Because you don't act like the thing we hate, which right. is
0: women. Right. Exactly. I don't have. By to the swear. way,
1: I'm I'm not saying that seriously.
0: Right. Okay. No, but of course they exactly. can't see my air quotes, Mary. Right. 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 They can't see my air quotes, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> um, no, exactly. But I, and I think that that's... the red
1: hots were for my mommy. <laughs> that's. I was, I was like,
0: He's like, what was it? What am I hearing? Top chef desserts, everybody. (laughs) Just desserts. Top chef's just (laughs) desserts. The deepest of cuts. Seriously. Except for like a Rajika joke. That'd be like the deeper cut. Oh, Jesus. Oh, let's move on. She just missed her kids. (laughs) She just missed her kids. (laughs) She did. She (laughs) left.
1: Anyway, so, but yeah, so this idea that, you know, it's, 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 It is just women. Mm -hmm. It is just women. And it's so subconscious. It's so ingrained Mm -hmm. in us to only see women as a certain thing and a certain role. To the point where gay men can be like, oh, yeah, I'm a feminist. And yet they still call women dirty snatches. And they still make like... You know, vagina jokes, mm-hmm. and like, still do the Dan Savage thing of like, ew, gross. I'll never touch a female. I'll never touch a vagina. Like all right. of that. Right. Right. Oh and yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's something I think we need to grow out of, really. Yeah. If we're going to uh, align with, with the women of the world mm-hmm. and to march in the women's march, it's like you can't also be a fucking gay asshole.
0: Yeah. Well, I think um, I I look to younger gays and younger generations now. I look at people who are, you know, teens, early 20s. I look at, you know, to, to be sort of reductive, the kids, you know, and like being more open to gender fluidity and gay not being as big of a deal, certainly in terms of like general percentages there's still parts of the country, you know, there's that caveat. But like, in general, there's a lot more fluidity and flexibility and openness sure. about gender and gender expression yeah, that we're exactly. kind of seeing. And it's like, okay, I mean... That's how this happens. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, Mary, we're having a really rich discussion, but I think first we should tell our listeners what they're listening to.
0: Oh, well, of course, you're listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary? All Right, Mary, which is our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady, beady TV show.
1: I'm Johnny Lushana Tova.
0: Oh, All Right, Uh <laughs> well all right, Mary. Manish ma alright Miriam. Um, <laughs> and I'm Colin um Brookata I don't and today we are kicking off, among other things we are kicking off. Uh, our recap of season two. Yeah. Episode one Gone with the Window. Gone. Oh, you remember the name? Oh, okay. that's a great. That is one of the Take best. Take the
1: Window. Win,
0: <laughs> win, window, window. Yeah. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> Only curtains, Mary. Yeah. Only curtains. <laughs> and for one of you, it's curtains. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thanks, well Mary. Done. Um,. So yeah, I mean to your point that you mentioned at uh the beginning of the episode, the the Jujubee uh quote is is very relevant for right now, not only because of this whole Willem thing, um, which I have to say I look at as a positive thing overall, ultimately. Oh, sure. And I highly recommend, I'll post it on Twitter. I know I say that a lot and then I don't do it, but I'll post it on Twitter, the video that he posted. It is so worth watching. It's so, it's such a great result of this. Cool. Um, but the other thing, not so positive. Um, yeah, that, speaking of putting on gender and
1: gender yeah. being you know, a rejected. construct and rejected by the gay community. Yeah. Viola
0: physically dragged out of a club
1: um, yeah. because it was uh, men only. Cause she, I guess she went downstairs in La Depot.
0: Except they were having some party that night that was like queer inclusive. It was some like fashion theme thing. I don't remember all the right, details, right. But, but I
1: don't think it was like that downstairs, which I think is like more of like the bath. Maybe house, that's what it was. The dark the, room. The dark room. Party was upstairs. And they don't let women down there. Yeah. But still, it's like, oh, there's still spaces where boys only. Mm hmm. Sorry. Well,
0: and to be physically dragged out. Yeah. I heard, like, I think. I don't know if this was over-dramatizing, so allegedly dragged out by her hair um, at oh. one point, which um, feels, you know, kind of symbolic. <laughs> sure, right. Um, right. Yeah, it's... But um, I mean, she had
1: makeup on, mm-hmm. so she... I mean, but she wasn't she wasn't in drag. She wasn't in drag. She was just... But, but also, she, does, she identifies as gender fluid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if saying she is correct. It might be they, but... Um, I'm going to continue with she as as if that's. I okay. think your intentions are right. Sure. So I think that's what. Matters. So she she gets dragged out um, for because she didn't she wasn't presenting male because she did not you know look like yeah she it's, wasn't mask enough essentially yeah, to it, reduce it.
0: It's such a. I don't even know what to say about it. It's so like it like the only thing I, when I read about it and also um, Claire had had messages on Twitter about it um, when I read about it I was just like really. Like, this is so stupid. Like, not reducing, you know, what happened, but just the fact that, like, this is happening?
1: Yeah. Really? Well, so here's my question for you, Colin. If it was a cisgendered woman that went to a back room, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's a good I question. I mean,
1: granted, obviously, you don't physically take somebody out, mm-hmm. but, like, what's the reaction? Is that space, you know, for gay men?
0: I mean, I think especially if it's... Because uh, obviously g-
1: your gender expression does not matter.
0: No, but I think, I think... I don't know the answer, but I think especially if it's like if the downstairs is a back room and it's for sex or whatever, like it's, a, it's the sex-based part of the club. Let's just assume that for this situation. Um, I, I'm going to speak for my own personal feelings. As a man, and if I was going to a sex club, I, wouldn't, I would want to be there with other men. I, that's just how I feel. It's yeah. not because I have anything against women. Right. It's not because I'm misogynistic. It's because I, I don't want to sleep with women. I don't find them sexually attractive. Well, there's
1: attractive. people down in uh, a sex, a sex uh, basement that I don't want to sleep with, and mm-hmm. they're still going to watch me kind of play. Yeah. So what's the difference between, a, you know, the ugly old man that I don't really
0: want to have sex with but uh, and and a, a woman that I don't want to have sex with? I think it's... Um, I hear what you're saying, but I think that it's just... Um, I think that... It's almost like
1: when I think about um, spaces that I can't enter, mm-hmm. right, as a man, like I can't enter, uh, you know, all-female bathrooms, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't go in there because it would make other people feel uncomfortable, right? right.
0: Well, I, that's, I think, the same thing here. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think we was having this conversation earlier today where it's like, it's okay to not be sexually attracted to someone who's trans, it's okay to not be sexually attracted to someone who's very skinny or who's overweight it's okay for you to not be attracted to that right. it's okay to not be sexually aroused by a woman in a in a sexual space sure. for men sure like but I think that like sometimes I think that some of the stuff gets so cut and dry because we don't want to be transphobic I don't mean us but just the the conversation in general yeah right but like at the same time I guess just the advocate the other side of it like you are allowed to have your specific, your specific sexual desires. and Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're not I get discriminatory. That. I get
1: that. But it's still discriminatory to leave out anybody from, from a space, right? If it's men only, right? Mm-hmm. But also, and in Violet's case, it's like, well, she, she doesn't fit man. Oh, she doesn't fit man, so kick her out.
0: So I think, but I think that that is a...
1: So if a femi guy walked in, like, would he get kicked out? You know, like, that's thing. Well, I think crazy. there's two
0: elements of it. I think one is, like, it's it's a little bit more gray because he's not a woman. If it's a man-only space and it's a woman walking in, it, it's different. Right. I think there's the other, the way it was handled. Nobody should be dragged out like an animal. Right. Um. I think that there's a better way to handle that. And I think that that's, you know, I think if it were the situation where Violet was approached and would say, excuse me, this is a man, you know, this actually... This part of the club is for men only and by like you know whatever if that's i'm a man i'm a man whatever inspired some kind of conversation that's different than grabbing someone by their hair and pulling them out of the club right and so i think there's a couple issues here i i think if it turned out that violet was asked to leave but not like physically dragged out it'd be a different conversation and i i don't know i i think that yeah, there'd just be new, more nuances there to introduce that word to this conversation. I hear you. you I know? mean,
1: I'm kind of, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm evolving on the issue of bathhouses and sex rooms. And I'm kind of like, well, I mean, first of all, are they needed? And and second of all, like, if they are needed, then have a private one. You know, uh, if somebody wants to go in, you know, without a camera, being very respectful, mm-hmm. um, they should be allowed to go in no matter what their sex or their gender or or whatever. Um, and it's up to you when you're in there that that's your choice, right? Because you're the one choosing to have public sex.
0: Sure. I think the flip of it or the other side of it is is the question I would pose to if a woman was, was strolling on up to Steamworks in Chicago and was like, I'm going in. I want to go in there. It's like, well, why do you want to go in? What's in why, why do you want to go in? Like, and that's a genuine question. I'm not being, right. no, no, like no, the, I
1: understand. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't know what the answer is to that, but I mean, because part of me feels like it's like, a, an exoticizing, oh, I want to go watch to it. gok and gok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then right. there's that side of it. I, right. so I
0: think, um, right. I don't know. I hear, I hear that what you're saying about like evolving. I mean, in terms of whether they're needed, I don't know. Um, but I think, I think there is something for gay men, um, and, the sanctity of sexual spaces it's part of our culture it's part of our history is having a ritualized place to meet and granted that's that's
1: rooted in shame and that's rooted mm -hmm. in um you know feeling the need for secrecy yep
0: it's rooted in a negative and in a necessity as well because there was no other option um but i think over time kind of the way that even like the word faggot gets reappropriated. Things like that just become part of the norm. It just becomes part of how we identify practicing being gay. And it's how a lot of men, that's what they know. I think for younger gays, because of the internet and social media, et cetera, and so forth, you have more examples. But I think for so many men who are still very much sexually active today, that's what they know. And it's... And it's a sacred space, right? You know. Yeah. So I think that's what it comes up against. I,
1: I I think this is a rich discussion. I think we should also move on. I think we are we've kind of heard each other's points. Sure. And I think mm-hmm. that you know I think we're kind of meeting in the middle there. Yeah. yeah. Um, regardless, uh, yeah, this jujubi this Jujubi clip of the week so apparent um, because yeah. there is so much um, misogyny in the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and 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 in the world, right? right. But like, it, especially that I'm seeing so much more now in the gay community when it comes to trans uh, issues, um, but then also with drag queens, mm-hmm. right? And which they were facing even, yeah. Um,
0: but I think this is how that stuff evolves. I think like anything. Yep. It, oh, con- yeah. Conflict. It's kind of like, you know, bodybuilding. You have to make tears in your muscles so they can grow larger. Mm. It's the same thing we're doing here. We're putting tears in the muscle, Mary. Putting <laughs> in <Yeah>. um, <laughs> a so tear. Yeah. So we
1: should we should talk about this episode. We have the first episode of the Knot pilot, right? Yes. It's like,
0: here we come. This is, this is really, in some ways, this is... This is the post Miss Bliss years mm. for RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, we have the workroom as we know it more right. or less. We have the max, we have the 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 main stairwell and Saved mm-hmm. by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's Slater's all, there, right? You know, yeah. uh, Haley Mills is gone. Um, <laughs> it's you know we're dealing with it. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, I I was noticing obviously Nicole Page book. Brooks is the She's first thirst. one in. Why she first? I know, be, right? Because usually the first one in is is a significant character in yeah. the season. Detox, Adore, Bianca, Miss Fame, right? Um, but yeah, Nicole Page bro Is this something that just evolved? I I just considered it an anomaly. Okay, I can't remember who the first one in was for season three. I meant to take those notes and then I forgot. So, um, but yeah, usually this the first one in. Is some ends up being someone who sticks around for a while or has a significant storyline. Right, line. right. Um, and Nicole Page Brooks does not. Uh, yeah. She makes it two episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. It's interesting seeing her
1: uh, talk with Shangela because mm-hmm. it was 15 years versus five months. Yeah. Which I think maybe is a moment that they wanted to try to capture. Right, right. Oh, sure. So like, maybe that's why they kind of put them first.
0: Yeah, because I, I wonder if, Nicole Page Brooks had been doing drag the longest. Nicole
1: Page Brooks. Brooks. From Atlanta, Georgia.
0: That's right. Um, she'll never go hungry again. Um, you know, I will say that between her entrance and Shangela's, it's incredible how the entrances have evolved.
1: Oh, and yeah. People there, make it a thing now. It's a thing now. It's a thing. It's, now, a, thing. Right? it's a capital Bitches T thing. Bitches on back. Yeah, yeah right, right,
0: right, right. But, you know, the entrances and
1: Shake isn't... up the juice and see what uh, shakes
0: loose. Yeah, you know? Uh, woo! Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I feel incredible, and so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but How about them egg rolls, Miss <laughs> Charles. Charles. Oh man, about <laughs> I mean, that fupa, Miss Michelle. Um, so, but it's it's really interesting to watch in season two. These these sort of it's like Shangela, kind of like it's like meekly slips in, like I'm um, hello. Yeah, it's right. so interesting, and it's like you're realizing, oh my god queens have no idea what they're in for every queen after kind of knows what the workroom looks like kind of knows what they're walking in for yeah no oh they're ready they're, they're ready. ready they're Marianne. doing an entrance of yeah some, I mean because they, they started doing the season three entrances are more evolved than right. the season two ones yeah So it's really kind of special to watch these queens walk in because they're like all scared. Like, well, now I think it became like, okay, what's your entrance? We have Mm -hmm. to set up the camera. Mm -hmm. We might do one more than one take of it, which they did for Sharon Needles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Shangela. Oh boy. What a rough entrance look that is.
1: Yeah, I I just it almost looked like she was wearing no makeup. But you know what? I I just forgave her when she's like, you know, Shanjo's a little bougie,
0: mm-hmm. okay? Yeah.
1: But she's also your home
0: girl. Right. I mean, yeah, the star quality is right there from the start. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I I completely was into her. In the yeah. way that if I was watching this for the first time, I'd probably think, "Oh, She's gonna stick around. She's yeah, a character. Yeah, and, and she's probably gonna be back for
1: All Stars Three, which is, you know, it's Ugh, interesting yeah. that we're gonna be that we're gonna be doing this and then we're gonna still get more Shangela. Yeah. And yeah. honestly we only get her for one episode. So she's not going to... she's you know, yeah. we're, we're we're gonna talk about her this episode and then we're not talking about her anymore until yeah. maybe the reunion. I know.
0: Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm so I, Shangela! I just kept thinking, I was like, Oh, we're gonna get so much Shangela. It's like oh no that's season three. That's right season, season three. three, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah so then <clears throat> excuse me after shangela we get raven uh right. who, with one of my favorite intros was when she says when i've got when i've got on tits and tights i'm raven yeah Just, yeah. yeah
1: introducing I, himself as david yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was cer- certainly um very apparent and when when notable you right know?
0: yeah i you know i took the note that you know there's there is something kind of sexy about the way that raven approaches drag but i also can Catch myself that what I like about it is the very masculine approach to drag.
1: There you go. Yeah, there you go, Mary. I, but
0: and and I'm not, I'm just not going to apologize for. Well, it. like, you know, yeah. it's not.
1: I mean, sure, right. Mm-hmm. There is that aspect, but it. What I also like about certain drag looks is when it is androgynous, mm-hmm. which is both a mix of masculine and feminine energies. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, granted, I love a fishy queen. Do not get me wrong, Gia Gun. Okay, sure. Boomer boom, Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh Fresh mm-hmm. tilapia. Yeah. Okay? You know right what I'm off saying? the boat. Mm-hmm. Right fresh off, off boat. the boat. Yeah. yeah. Um, just landed like French to <laughs> um little beady beady. um <laughs> and then she floundered <laughs> anyway. um no, but uh so i do i do appreciate a, a good fishy look, but um i mean really what I think is inspiring is when you have a valachachki, mm-hmm. when you have a raven, when you have a Raja, mm-hmm. when you have a sasha valor, mm-hmm. when you have um Uh, Oh, oh, even like a a Katia sometimes Mm -hmm. in Alaska when they're playing with gender in front of your face. Right, right. Um, And it's not necessarily about illusion. Mm -hmm. It's about...
0: illusion yeah sure i know what you mean yeah um i think what, what's interesting with raven compared to those examples is that raven is still and she she says this in untucked she's like you know or she says like i'm fishy and like they're looking for beauty and that's what i am like that's
1: oh yeah she talks about that that's right yeah it's like am i in the right am i on the right show <laughs>
0: right she just Leah remedied her arm out um but and that's what i think is kind of interesting is she does very um Fishy drag, but there's this masculine yeah. energy about it. She's that, this tall, kind of like yeah. brooding woman, and the way she treats doing drag. And I think, which,
1: she- by the way, Mary could be feminine. Like we are, we are creating stereotypes with with what women are. Sure, right. So sure. even
0: Raven dressing like that is breaking a stereotype about what feminine might mean mm-hmm. because you right. know what I mean. Well, sure. He's he's dressing very feminine, but there is this also that very masculine energy. He's yeah. doing androgynous in a really interesting way. Yeah, totally. Um, that totally. I really like. And the makeup is impeccable. I was just gonna say, this is oh my god, this is landmark makeup, Marys. Right. I Land- mean, this Mark is makeup. like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, this this uh. face, so many queens. Well,
1: I will say, especially on this season, there were some beat mugs. Yeah, I mean, Morgan, mm-hmm. Raven, Juju I even appreciated um, uh, 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 Tyra.
0: Oh, Tyra. Impeccable. I mean, it yeah. is. Yeah.
1: It is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: so it's incredible beautiful. because the drag in general is obviously not as elevated as we saw in season nine, for example. Sure. But the makeup is, I mean, a couple examples aside, Shangela, you know, um, Mystique's isn't is a little rough um yeah there's some just incredible makeup artists yeah this season yeah it's yeah. really amazing um so juju b walks in next uh and you know i just love her i yeah. love her energy i i've fallen, fallen in love with her ever yeah ever since it is uh, it, this, this moment it's you know? very immediate it, she's very charming and from the talking head it's like Okay. You're going to be around for a while. Yeah, I like, like you. You're good at this. You're good at this. I want you yeah. to be my narrator. Right. Which is an interesting question is who's the narrator of season two? I don't know the answer. I don't
1: know if we know yet, but it feels like it's going to be a Raven or a Bee.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking even more so Bee because I feel like Raven is a storyline. Oh, Sure. And Juju B is a narrator. Yeah, that's um, true. But that's, that'll be something to watch for, is who becomes our narrator. Right, right. And then we have a
1: nice scream when Sahara sees her old homegirl. Oh,
0: you know, and I, I do want to mention, it's appropriate that we're recording today. Today is the five-year anniversary of Sahara's passing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, oh,
1: I'm so happy you noted that. Yeah, you know, well. Rest in peace, Sahara. We are
0: fans. Mm-hmm. Your lip sync was fia. I mean, that lip sync, we'll get to it. I, that lip sync was great. Yeah, um, it really was. But I did love that moment when Shangela and Sahara saw each other because it felt genuine. I was like, oh, oh, I bet they really did. didn't, they'd no way of but knowing. The next one was not, that's the thing. I was like, but the <laughs> next one was bullshit. <laughs> I was like, no, because when they then they like they come to they're like, oh my god, hi, it's so good to see right, you. It's like, right, 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 like remember, like a week ago when you were like packing next to each other, <laughs> fool me, <laughs> oh god. Uh, gonna take away their Oscar like La La Land. Yeah, um, right. Oh, <laughs> I'm not falling for God. it. Yeah, so I did not buy the next one. You know, Morgan. I think I said this last episode. I, I'm, I'm approaching this trying to be fresh, like of like, okay, I'm right now my feeling is I don't think I really like Morgan. Okay. I'd like to like Morgan more. I think I like Morgan more now than I do in season two, if you can follow this. Sentence. Oh, I get what yeah. you're saying. I yeah. mean, I
1: uh, her look is so, I, I thought her look was good. It was it was well put together, which oh, is yeah. why I was rooting for her because back when season two aired, you have to remember, uh, somebody on Twitter was talking about this, um, just how we've evolved so much, our minds of what drag can be and what, what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, season two era, like I was still into, fish i was still into illusion Mm -hmm. and so morgan was giving me that and i'm like oh yeah she should go
0: far right well it's when the door opens and a queen walks in it's kind of like the immediate like micro judgment is like how much is she passing how how fishy is she to like is this a contender right it's like this natural like kind of instinct of the season two era. Now yeah. I don't think. That, no. Oh you know? no. No. Yeah. No. It's Just like. Oh. Okay. Are you riff Rav It's. It, it's. It. The. It's not about female illusion. It's just about illusion. Sure. It's just about oh, what your character is. Yeah. 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 Exactly. What um. What your. What type of character you're bringing. And right. How authentic is it? How strong that feels, regardless yeah. of gender. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I feel like Morgan's. If we're gonna go there. It's beige. It's mm. we don't really know who she is. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. There's there's nothing about it that sort of stands out to me as like as anything. Right. Um, right. I think there's something about her energy that I'm just not. She seems like I, I think uh, I think Tyra and I agree. I think Tyra had said, "Oh yeah, I think Morgan's going to annoy me." Oh, well, and so yeah. I think I'm well, having that uh, yeah, experience. Right. 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 Yeah. right. Oh, yeah.
1: Tyra. Okay. So there you go. There's a point for Tyra. I know the other Tyra. The other Tyra. <laughs> well, that's the other thing
0: going through season two is like it's like an eye on Tyra. Like how did Tyra do this? Like I kind of know. Well,
1: you know, somebody on Twitter said like, all you have to do is watch the runways and the panels and you'll know, and the challenges and you'll know why she won. Right. Which I agree. I agree. And you know what? It's interesting because I think, I think about this a lot and I think I'll just say this now and I might bring it up later in future episodes. Mm -hmm. But, um, it's almost like RuPaul learned her lesson because RuPaul chose the winner that won based on what judges saw. Yeah, And all of the other stuff was fluff, was to keep people engaged, was to keep audiences engaged, mm-hmm. to, to pull at heartstrings and whatever. But really the true winner was objective. Right. It was very objective in the sense of like, well, runway and challenge, that's mm-hmm. what we're judging on and all of that other stuff doesn't count. Right. But then she learned her lesson or it's almost as if the executive producers, especially RuPaul learned right. The lesson of like, oh, well, these fans have opinions and grow attached to these characters. So season three... There's there's more kind of give in terms of choosing the winner based mm-hmm. on how likable they are or kind of who they are during on the show and what they bring right to the world. And I think um, even
0: more so in season four, because I think oh, in, completely. I think in season three Raja was like a Bianca. It was oh, just like oh well, she won. It was like Jesus yeah. like like right. she could be a huge bitch, but you can't like you can't not crown that queen. Right. I mean uh, granted, I mean, season three. Manila I loved. Uh, right. I mean, all three of them won yeah. three challenges. Yeah, yeah. They Alexis. were contenders. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, even now, like, I look at Raja, even, <clears throat> even now compared to, you know, Manila and Alexis, and I still think, oh, <clears throat> yeah, no, she had to win.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yes, I will say I think Yada Sophia would give them a run for their money. I I I love Yada.
0: Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, and I I'd love to see her. I mean, I know we saw her for All-Stars, but like she's I think She some, didn't really get much time in All-Stars, No, right? she didn't. And she I, was in a team challenge, so yeah. it was
1: just kind of annoying.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see her back again for something on her own because her her aesthetic is so advanced exactly exactly yeah
1: um sorry we're we're getting off track we're about season three now yeah yeah yeah. who is so who is next after mystique mystique yes who i love i will continue to love
0: all right i'm gonna let you have that thank you i um. i feel like mystique is kind of giving me
1: i think mystique walks in as an underdog as already and i will i will continue this because we've we've noticed this with um, in season nine mm-hmm. with... Kimura. K- no. Big Queen.
0: Oh, oh. The oh, elf, del- oh de- uh, O'Hara. Delta. O'Hara. Delta. Oh, no. Eureka. Eureka, <laughs> Eureka O'Hara. Uh. Um,
1: where I think that th- there's a target, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, oh, who's the weakest one? Let's pick on her. Let's break her
0: down. I, I agree, and I think... Because that's all they did. I was seeing her automatically responding to that or protecting herself against that by trying to kind of do what... Um, Akasha did in season 1. I am uh-huh. like, okay, right, well then right. I'm going to be just a be bitch. Mean. I'm yeah. going to be mean and I'm going to have an attitude. And I and again, was not buying it. I, it was right. kind of like it, it was it, yeah. It reminds me of Heard all people hurt people. Right, it reminds me of All-Stars 2, Fifi's entrance when she was doing that whole like riddle me this, riddle, riddle me, me that. that and then like you saw her hand shake a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I know that's so bitchy to like, but I I don't mean to be that way. I just mean like I could see the nerves underneath it Yeah. and it undermines it. Right. It oh yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, nerves. oh, okay. So like, oh, so you are Pretending. Yeah, I see it. I, I see, see it. I see it. it. Yeah, like you're even yeah. more vulnerable right. now. And, and, you tried not I, to be. Yeah, and being in the same room with Mystique while she's putting that on, you're probably also going to get that energy that
0: she's putting it on. Exactly. Right. You can feel it, and yeah. I just think that, like, especially something like a queen, like Raven. It's like, right? Uh, she's a she's a hunting bird. You know yes. what I mean? Oh yes. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I did like how in Untucked when Tatiana. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, she. I mean, she defended Mystique, yeah. and we see that throughout the season in other situations where Tatiana will kind of stand up for an underdog or will um, oh, speak Tanti. up. Yeah. yeah, well, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So, who's after Mystique? Well, of course, it is uh, this season's in terms of watching um, Jessica Wilde Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Jessica Wilde coming in looking like Alanis Morissette. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's something about. It. I don't know what era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like fourth album era, maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, fourth album, maybe. Era. Like not okay.
1: flavors of entanglement. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: Like I just think there was an era where the Alanis like, easy pre steps. pre yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. Pre yeah, eighty eight easy steps era. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Got it. Yeah. So Jessica comes in looking under rug swept, and <laughs> <laughs> and you know, <clears throat> and she realized that the only way out of this competition was through it. Oh
1: my God! <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. She lived, she learned.
0: Yeah. Uh, This grudge, she's not going to hold it. (laughs) She'll teach me all this in eight easy steps. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. Teach teach it all.
0: And she's not looking so unsexy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She is a man. (laughs) (laughs) She's 21 things I want to love her. That's a great song, man. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, um anyway, anyway. No pressure over Cappuccino, but let's move on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll be joining you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> we can go on. We Mary. can and we'll stop. I hope our
0: Canadian fans appreciate this. I hope I hope they all do. And I I hope that this is I'm hopefully people haven't just fast forwarded uh, uh, or given up on whenever. us.
1: Hopefully they did. Um yeah. okay,
0: so after Miss Jessica Wilde is Sonique. Oh, yes. Uh looking like Alan Barkid in Drop It Gorgeous. Yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. And
1: I love Sonique. I, I love this entrance. I kind of really appreciated her in this whole episode, not going to lie.
0: Yeah. I I thought she did well in the challenge. I thought she did. Re- she was one of the best ones in the yeah, runway. Yeah, she
1: looked so
0: good. She, I mean, makeup, hair, yeah, outfit, uh, all outfit. of it was so good. Really, really strong perspective. I kind perspective. of felt Morgan's was kind of like a cheap ripoff of what Sonique yeah, was doing. Yeah, there was.
1: I mean, I see that there was more of a like fashionable mm-hmm. difference, right? But um, I thought Sonique like just like rocked it so hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. There's something about Sonique. Yeah. Was, like, boom, boom. You right. Know? Like I'm kind of like, okay. Because she's someone I don't think about very like, much. You can come in the dark room. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. You can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Topical <laughs> <You>. humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Tatiana. The oh, first Tat-ti. we see of Miss Honey. Miss Honey. Um, she says her trademark thank you like 30 seconds in. Right. I mean, it would be great to keep a tally of how many times she says it. There you and, go. But, so this would be, I think, the only time she said it this episode. Um, yeah, I mean, she talks about saying just starting Dragon 14, like yeah. we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, she comes right out of yeah. the gate as like, uh, you're going to notice me. Mm-hmm. She yeah. also feels like... I remember f- how fishy
1: she was. I was like, oh, you're reading totally yeah. like like... like cisgender female
0: yeah well and, and she feels like a certain type of narrator
1: oh there you go yeah okay she is an oh she's a great narrator she is too. and you know and, and she fits the mold because she's like fourth mm-hmm. right and
0: yeah exactly um and it, it's interesting because at first blush you might think oh tatiana she's so annoying she's always you know getting into fights with people but i think i think we're gonna see it proven right watching at this time that tatiana is usually right because a lot oh, of her conflict right. is with Raven, and I think the instinct is to side with Raven. Yeah, you know what I mean. We like Raven because we like Raven. Yeah, because um, she's more masculine. Because you know? she's more masculine, <laughs> yeah. Colin, and right. we
1: listen to those voices more. Yeah, sure. It's, I mean, it's she's,
0: crazy when you when you start to hear that. Yeah, she's an alpha in the room. Oh my yeah. god. Where is Mystique? And a you beta. wonder
1: why so many um, uh, female uh, politicians and even newscasters lower their voices.
0: Oh, I think sure it's all kinds of training oh to like. My god.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, it's
0: so horrifying. Yeah, so it's um, I'm excited to kind of watch. Yeah, Tatiana. let's
1: remember that Tatiana, yeah, narrator, like, yeah. and if yeah. she's right, and if she's the Tat- voice of reason,
0: is Tatiana the voice of reason? Yeah, yeah, um, that's, I think Juju B is also. Oh, absolutely, she's an adult in the room. That is something I haven't thought about. It's who are the adults? Who are the adults children? in the room? Right? Because yeah. Raven might come off as kind of a child. She and the, what I'm thinking and of Tyra, and and who was it? And see, who was the teenager in the room that we were just talking about, because it was season- oh, Chanel, I guess. Oh, Chanel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, there is that category of the teenager in the room, right, the I think. Right, the teen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on to Pandora. Oh, man. By who- the way,
1: I didn't mention, part of her audition video, she dresses up as the woman from The Birds.
0: <gasps> Tippi Hedren? Yes. Oh. And she has
1: all these birds coming out of her dress. It- it's so fucking oh, fabulous. Oh, that,
0: uh, <laughs> that's great. <Ugh. laughs> to say nothing of, by the way, it's worth mentioning, Mary's came out in full force with the ricky lake team oh yeah y- yeah y'all showed up we right. got clips oh man it was great oh, it was a great episode oh my god a great episode. so thank you for the support on that <laughs> um when pandora enters it feels like this is like an arrival of like a, a contender right the music right the they, way. they know what to
1: do with her yeah
0: yeah i think they edited her in a special way like i feel like watching this it was like Oh, okay. This is one of the ones. And you know what? A, 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 a little piece of trivia is Pandora makes a little joke about not saying her age. And Darian Lake, fellow Rochester queen, does the same thing on her yeah. season. I'm 30 Yeah, years old. I yeah. don't know if Kasha Davis did an age joke, but... Mm. I, she does many. She does many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is one. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so oh, it was God. Rochester, Queens. Oh just. man,
1: gay men and their age. You right. Know, I'm just like, dude, let me tell you, 42, you're right in the fucking pocket. Oh my God,
0: <laughs> right? And like now, like <clears throat> my friend's about to turn 50 and it's like, he's still going strong. And yeah. I was like, oh, 50s? I mean, 50's didn't nothing. you see
1: Molly Shannon? I'm, I'm 50. 50. 50 years old. She had the leg in the air. I can kick, I can stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I exactly. like to kick. Yeah, Sally O'Malley.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. Book him, Dano, yeah. she's 5'0". <laughs> That's right. Um, and, and equally, it's I think the age thing is so ridiculous because, I again, I know guys in their 40s and 50 plus who are living their life and yeah. a life fuller than mine. it's probably,
1: yeah, it's probably like a much more relaxed. Right. And yeah. I
0: know that, you know, guys in their 20s who are just lumps, you yeah, know. Right. So tangent on age. Um, let's talk about Tyra. Let's talk about Tyra, the other contender. The other Tyra. The, the other Tyra. Tyra. Um, everyone just gags when Tyra yeah. enters. Well, because because it was like, who is that woman? Yeah, who is this woman? Yeah. It was gorgeous drag. Yeah. Gorgeous drag. I mean, if again, if this was the first time I was watching season two, I would think, okay, if I'm making early predictions, the it's coming down to Tyra, Pandora, and I wouldn't be sure who the third one is yet. Oh, I mean, I like Juju B. I would want it to be Juju B. because I like her. But I would think in terms of like, oh, who's gonna? So you wait. You say Tyra and Pandora. Oh, Pandora. Based on what I'm seeing, right, 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 right. right, It's being set up. So maybe even Tatiana. Sure, sure. Like and exactly. Like who would be that third one? But I feel like those are the two that feel like they're being presented as contenders. Right.
1: Oh, sure, sure. Like by the editors. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, um, I mean... That's the cast. That's the cast, yeah. you know. Big, we, big deal. And
1: then we get RuPaul, who we actually see, which I thought this was refreshing. We see her shake hands and like talk yeah. to each of the queens, which we don't see again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that's probably the first time that they're actually meeting her.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. We're right. actually probably
1: seeing that for real on season two.
0: Yeah. 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 I, all that feels very real. Right. It's a, it's a nice... It's a nice moment. It's one of those things that, you know, it comes with the evolution of the show that RuPaul becomes a little more removed. Yeah, exactly. And to the point that I think season 10, he's just going to stand at the top of the stairs, you oh, know?
1: Right. Hi. Look, or just looking down. Right, Yeah. right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that brings us, of course, to the first mini challenge of season two. We get a
1: handful
0: of micro-wees.
1: Oh, yeah. He yeah. did. He he did his bicep curls and push-ups. She done
0: already had her oh, sp- presses. He yeah. was
1: trying to be as butch as possible. Yeah, it's like, honey, nothing's gonna stop that purse from falling right. out of your mouth.
0: Oh, how misogynistic are we? I mean, you, oh, I, oh, there you go, Mary. Thanks for calling. <laughs> sure, it out. but sure. it's just like literally, I mean, I agree, but like right. Let's just be consistent. Yeah, but he's right? he's, he's he's. But it's interesting
1: because he is sh- he's he's presenting as this like butch like muscle person mm-hmm. and maybe that's not necessarily consistent with his voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like there's um, not that you can't be butch and masculine or whatever muscly. Sure. Um, and have a femmy voice. Cause mm-hmm. that's usually the case. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's interesting to see that
0: juxtaposition and how much he's trying to hide it. I think that's what it is. I feel like if he could just relax and let whatever, Whatever handbag wants to tumble, exactly. out, tumble out. That that's I think that's the thing that so many gay men who are coding are are not catching on to. At least for me, I think for for ignorant people, yeah, you got to code to you got to dumb down for dumb people. But I think for evolved people, I think for people who can see through that, yeah. it's not how masculine or feminine; it's how like genuine you are. It's how you, yeah, you, are. you know,
1: it's why in Chicago it was so hard to connect with gay men because there is such a, um, there is such a misogynistic idea, right? Like mm-hmm. there were all baseball caps, right? Mm-hmm. There's all just this very kind of butch vibe, and that was what was um uh, kind of celebrated. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. was the the masculine gay man. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the the queenie ones or the femi ones were, you know, just kind of um,
0: secrets. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, I'll admit that when I see like a really feminine or like really cleany guy, I always think, oh, well, you're probably single. You probably haven't had a relationship. Like, I go to those places of like, oh, oh. I think nobody. Like, and then when, or if I hear that they're in a relationship, I'm like, oh wow, oh wow, oh I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, I do that too. If I see if like uh someone who's overweight, you know, oh, really, and it's like, oh, you're married. Oh, how did how did you? Do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I had to catch yourself. I catch yeah, myself having bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like. That may not be your cup of soup, but for some people, that's the chowder they're looking for. Yeah, that was the best. That was the best for them, <laughs> you know? Um, Thanks, Paul Abdul. Yeah. Straight up now, tell me. It's, yeah, right. Gay up now, tell me. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, uh,
1: Yeah. Ten steps forward, two steps back. Uh, yeah. Vibology. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Ow. laughs>
0: So this, um, this, so yeah, so I I just
1: have to say this mini challenge. I love these mini challenges. I do too. Yeah. Um, this one in particular was uh, o- only great because RuPaul was there. As mm-hmm. I think RuPaul normally is there during these photo shoots. Yeah, she, even
0: all the way up through maybe she was there. I'm trying to think. Season six, she was definitely there. Yep. I'm trying to think. Season seven, did they do a photo shoot? No. No, they didn't. Did they? Um, I'm totally blanking. Oh, no! The first episode was no, they didn't. They did the runway. They did the right. So and she was there. She was there, but it was it was more removed. She right. was sitting on the side. She wasn't interacting with the queens in any way. Right. And then for episode one of uh, of uh, season eight, it was keeping one hundred. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, it was yeah. I don't. Did they even do a mini challenge, or did they cut right to? Um, no, they no, they did the photo shoots with the past winners. Yeah. So Rue right. was there for that. Right. She was there for that. Um, and then
1: season nine was Oh my gaga. Yeah. Um yeah. and so that was
0: uh the gaga looks. Right. And so right. she was there. She was there, yeah. But yeah. it's yeah, it's um I like these though. This version of her being there is kind of like it's like reminiscent of season one with like the Viva Glam challenge. Right. It's like where she's right. like right. helping the girls oh, out. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: I like this one and the best quote. The best quote. War is hell, but you look gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, a, that's like a t-shirt, that's Mary. That's a
0: t-shirt. That's a tote bag. Yeah. And, you know. and, then, and then when
1: um, Morgan McMichael's wig falls off, she says, those damn Yankees took everything <laughs> right. from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was
0: great. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this might be one of my favorite photo shoot challenges, photo shoot mini challenges. Um, I mean,
1: I, nothing will beat for me. Nothing will beat the um pillow fight oh yeah
0: yeah that one was pretty good and yeah. the the falling one when the, the when two season six ones yeah the
1: two season six ones mm-hmm. i thought were mm-hmm. like those are fantastic yeah those are yeah better than the the fish tank and whatever uh, the fish
0: tank one felt too complicated yeah mm-hmm. um so i i mean i don't have notes on how each of them did i do remember that tatiana's was really good yeah i remember that
1: being like tatiana's oh. was really good and raven's was really good raven's was really good and, and yeah. certainly. A deserved yeah, win. Sahara Davenport, I think, got a really bad edit because they just kept showing her eyes. Oh my God. The because eyelash. she had really long lashes on, and yeah. it just kind of like oh
0: man it right
1: like oh this
0: is rough well and with that challenge i think mike Grease even says at the beginning like well, they, they they set them up to fail right? yeah they, it, 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 it's supposed it, to be hard it's less about getting the, the right shot than like we're going to throw you in a situation you're not prepared for yeah, right and it's going to ele- elevate right and what are you going to do are you going to fall on the models and be happy or right. is your
1: are going to fall off and you're going to just fucking celebrate right
0: exactly yeah. and so it's just like let's just let's just see how you do with this right so and, and i think i mean I think they all handled it as best you could. Yeah. I think you gotta just be like, I all right, right. Oh, totally. you know, totally. I think Juju was great. I've never been blown like that. Like I think <laughs> Yeah,
1: no, she she reacted well instead mm-hmm. of being like,
0: Oh, I don't know if I did well. Oh I don't mm-hmm. know that was really hard. But, but I mean right. she just
1: was like, Yep, okay, here I am on TV.
0: Right, right. These are good first impressions. Yeah.
1: Um, um so
0: then the main challenge introduced, right? They have to t- And what I was gonna say, what's crazy about that is they get a night off. The the main challenge is not the same day. Yeah. Then RuPaul's like, all right, well, good night. It's like Oh, you get a night like right? <laughs> wow! Right? All right. Yeah, All this right. is lux. Yeah, yeah. They come back the next day to do the main challenge, right? Um, which is of course inspired by Scarlett O'Hara making the curtain dress from *Gone with the Wind*. There you go. And um, uh, yeah, Thank so you, Scarlett, I, I have don't to give a damn. I have to say, um, this the the running for supplies moments give me so much anxiety. Oh, it does. I hate these. I'm
1: I'm. Um, honestly because it happens in so many reality shows mm-hmm. at, especially during this era this time period it was normal this is drama that um, reality show producers at that time were like oh we can create drama by Hunger Games Game right Games. right let's have all run at the it's of literally like shit. exactly yeah. it's literally a Hunger Games moment where yeah. they're fighting over shit and they yeah. will create those mm-hmm. arguments and they certainly came yeah I mean it exactly like they got and Tatiana, what they
0: wanted Tatiana got whatever she wanted she just held on to it she just oh my god I was just like that's oh, what she said. You're right. Oh, That's a misogynist comment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't don't clock yourself to the point that you're you know going cuckoo. What you call me? You hurt me. Oh Jesus, bitch. Um, <laughs> that's misogynistic. another misogynistic. <laughs> misogynistic. The new nuance. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Let's not. Let's no, not. Let's not be those people. Yeah. Let's, let's call not. everything misogynistic. Well,
1: let's also not demonize calling things out
0: as misogynist. Sure, but there's because all, I will continue being that guy. Oh well, I am very excited about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um at least you're not that girl though. Oh <laughs> shit <laughs> Oh shit. So anyway, anyway. Um so what we see I mean Anyway. Anyway, Crossfeet. Um Ellen <laughs> that's my Ellen. That's my Ellen. Ellen. My Ellen. Um, <laughs> so what really the episode from here becomes like a classic project runway kind of situation. Oh, that's all this is. Yeah. yeah. And, and you find out who can drama. sew. And you, you, yeah. The mm-hmm. sewing
1: machine drama. Oh, she broke the machine. Mm-hmm. There's all of that. And it, yeah. all, fe- it all felt very um, 2009, 2010. And yeah. I was kind of like, okay. So I was like rewatching this, trying to find things, trying to be like, well, what can I latch on to? Rue comes in the runway and she's talking to all the girls. I'm like, I'm, I'm just not seeing anything that's new. Mm-hmm. Um, And anything that um, I can latch on to and kind of break apart, except that this was business as usual. Mm -hmm. And it was a a successful kind of first episode of a season Mm -hmm. where they were, you know, easily bringing drag into a mainstream place. Yeah. Where they're like, yep, these are artists. These are artists doing drag that are creating the art of drag right now and we're Mm -hmm. watching how it's done. Right. And so, and, and, you know, and much like we saw in season one when they were constantly promoting that we are artists doing the performance right and here's the work that it and takes and here's the work that it, it takes yeah. so in, in that sense this felt very on brand it felt mm-hmm. absolutely part of the evolution that like mm-hmm. oh yep, yeah. okay
0: though it's interesting I think it's part of that they evol- still have to show that mm-hmm. you know Yeah. it's part, no longer implied right as part of that evolution or it's not implied yet I sorry. think what we see is like for example in this episode Shangela's having trouble with the sewing machine and that's the drama you compare that to season 9 when Nina Bonina Brown was having the same problem the drama is about with the Makeover challenge The drama is about So much more It's about You know Nina's in, interceptor And that she feels Everyone's against her And she can't ask for help And it's right, like Right the, the, There's so
1: many other issues That it, they want to talk about Yeah And,
0: and we learned some, I mean obviously That was a later episode In the season But it, it just goes to show That like there's so much more they're trying to address in later seasons.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting when people are like, oh, I don't like season nine. This is boring. Or, oh, this is two, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so do you want season two? Because for me, it's more interesting to see these inner battles going on mm-hmm. in the workroom because that seems real to me yeah, and that's actually like that happens I see so many people I know that are trying to make it as artists and are their own fucking saboteurs and and scream about it right and can't take a goddamn compliment Mm -hmm. you know and think everybody's against them and Mm -hmm. lash out and um, I know season 9 got a lot of flack there are things that I didn't like about season 9 but when when you ask for oh this uh, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race has changed so much it's like well do you want to go Back to this.
0: Right. Right. It's
1: not that I hated this. It was easy. So if you want an easy reality show, it's like, okay, but I'm ready to be a little bit more challenged. Right. I'm ready Mm -hmm. to see um, more about what the human condition is. Is in in this paradigm of gender, mm-hmm. uh, gender illusion, and and gender constructs. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think I think for the show to continue, I think it has to start doing that stuff. I think if it was the same thing just every season, stale. like Tyra Banks, you know, Cycle
0: Twenty Two. Right, you're like, it's like, okay, well, there's this again. It all becomes really predictable. I mean, a- right. and and there are some shows that try to. I mean, I think Project Runway tries to kind of like jazz it up with Zatarans and it like yeah. goes off the rails right sometimes bit. it does I think they had one challenge where it was like a Marge Simpson inspired look. oh and she was there yeah and I was like yeah. oh no yeah no no yeah I didn't understand that yeah. but
1: it was really cool to see the episode of Simpsons where you saw the dress Oh, I did not see you that. You didn't see it? No. Oh, yeah. She like goes out for her anniversary with
0: Homer uh-huh. wearing the dress. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's it really cute. cute. It was animated. Oh. I mean, tangent, my, one of my I think my favorite episode of The Simpsons. Have you seen the one when Marge gets the really nice dress at the Outland Oh, Hall, And then- We th- could have a fucking, let's do it. I love that
1: episode. Colin, let's have a mini segment about that episode. Oh, uh, I- It's I, when it's when she buys an expensive dress, Mary's, mm-hmm. and she- goes out and impresses her friends, and they all compliment her on the dress. Mm -hmm. And she gets kind of invited into this, like, club. Country club. This country club. Yeah. And she doesn't have another dress to, to, like, wear again. And so she has to wear the same dress. So, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Anyway... We could just like pull that apart yeah.
0: in terms of yeah. gender constructs and what we put on. And that episode was written by a woman, which is not not many episodes of The Simpsons That's written by true. a woman. That's absolutely um, true. I don't know if directed, but but definitely written by. That, uh, yeah, we could go on on and on about that episode. It is so good. And Marge Simpson, I just adore Marge Simpson. She's one of my. Uh, she. Yeah. I just love her. Yeah. Yeah. So unemployed. Un- <laughs> Marge Simpson, unemployed. Yeah. She, I mean, baby ear medicine. Yeah. That's all I have to say about yeah, that. baby ear medicine. Edison. so okay so we're back
1: uh we're back to rupaul's drag race yeah, so is there anything we? that you want to talk about before we go to the runway um no i mean you know no i think i think it, we see rupaul in a red dress and i'm kind of like let's talk about that yeah
0: i mean it was okay it was great we yeah. never see rupaul wearing red really we rarely do uh, what was that one she wore that like one that looked like licorice it was i think it was, it was a season nine she had like crazy eye makeup. We, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I, that's the only one I can think of. Right. Other than that. Um, right. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But Rain yeah, man. she looked She looked good. She looked, you know. Yeah. I thought it was a good showing. Yeah. Um, you know, Merle was there. Merle was there. Mm-hmm. Santina was there. And Miss Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Before,
1: she, I mean, when she was still on the D list.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Before she decapitated Donald Trump. Ugh. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Pin drop. Oof. Somebody's offended. Was that misogynistic of me to say? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You just don't want to get political. Uh, no, I, I get very political. Mary. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I'm just playing. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, Kathy Griffin. I just think there's so many more interesting things to talk about than that.
0: Oh, sure. I'll talk about anything other than Donald Trump at this point. I'm exhausted. I
1: also find Kathy Griffin to be a little bit... Um, I don't like how she talked about Clay Aiken. I don't like how she opened that door for gay men and women to talk about gay people in a certain way.
0: How did she talk about Clay Aiken? I she called know.
1: him Gaykin. She outed him before he was out.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What was that, like Whatever comedy shows? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: on her stand-up. Because she used to have that Bravo, I think it was like weekly almost.
0: Oh, well, uh, she had like My Life on the D-List. She had that show. It was show. before
1: that. It was like, it was like uh, they were like... 45 minute show sets mm-hmm. that she used to have. Um but yeah, she uh, Oh I remember yeah. Yeah, so, so special, she's too. she she's problematic to celebrities, um, which is fine because mm-hmm. she's a comedian and you know there's that thing there. But um I whenever she talked about the gays, she mm-hmm. said the gays.
0: Right. Which and I I, hate. I mean
1: it, it it's it's I get I get it, I get it. But if we said the blacks, mm-hmm. the Asians Oh, all of my Asian friends. Yeah. That would be so fucked up. Mm-hmm. So why can't we call this out?
0: Yeah, I think I think Michelle did it. I think RuPaul called her out in on one episode. She, yeah, mm-hmm. RuPaul yeah. definitely called Michelle yeah. out for, mm-hmm. for almost minimizing mm-hmm. all well, of
1: her wonderful, very diverse friends mm-hmm. into one category.
0: Right. I think that there are lots of wonderful, well-intentioned people who say, you know, the gays or my gays yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and again, it's
1: about intention. Yeah. Right. But, but like for the record, mm-hmm.
0: we don't like that. Yeah, well, I think it's like in the same way that we have all these conversations about people and and what pronoun they want to use and whatnot. It's sure. like, okay, well, if we're going to open that up for, op- for for suggestions, if this is open enrollment, I'd like to just toss this one out here. Yeah. Maybe the gaze is, maybe we've grown out of that. Right. Maybe it's like, Where yes, are my gaze? Where are my gaze? It's where are my like, gaze? you know what? I don't know. Where are they? I don't know. Yeah. Where's check, your gaze?
1: Where are you looking?
0: Yeah. Check your jewelry box with all the other accessories. Yeah. You know there you I mean? go. There you
1: go, Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Right. right.
1: Check um. uh, Filene's basement <laughs> Yeah right Yeah, <laughs> Because
0: you won't find a fucking gay there Right exactly <laughs> <laughs> Fucking basement There's no cell phone reception in there How am I going to check Grindr in Filene's fucking basement Oh, oh. god Anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's not even in a basement I just um, uh, Whatever uh, Not all gay men are on Grindr maybe. Yeah some of them are on Scruff Oh um, shit so let's uh, let's talk about, okay, first I want to say, before we talk about the looks, I have to say, because it's going to become a recurring part of the season, Jealous of My Boogie is one of my least favorite RuPaul songs. Really? Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, wow. Oh, I think it's so basic. Let me
1: tell you, if we're talking about RuPaul music, I think the best one right now is Call Me Mother.
0: Oh, Yes, that song I, is so good. It,
1: you know what? And it took her to get away from Lucian Piani mm-hmm. to find that sound again because Supermodel is awesome. yeah mm-hmm. I, I I will say this. I do like the Sissy That Walk and that was Lucian. Great song. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. but it it took a, a a new revision of Rupaul, a new person to kind of help her yeah. move out. Um, Call me Mother is fan fucking. Fantastic song. I, agree. I agree. I will listen to that song whether it's RuPaul
0: or not. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I listen to that and I listen to Category Is even, Oh, Category Is is great. Even without the, the other Queen's tracks. Because it's just so it's just, yeah, it it's it RuPaul is kind of recapturing an old sound. Yeah. In a very genuine way. It doesn't feel put on. Right. It feels like, oh no, you're doing this right. Call Me Mother. It's like well, there's that lip sync from the um the season nine um finale like pre-show that Jaden Dior Fierce does. It oh, is right. so good. Yeah, I saw it. It is so, so good. Oh my god, Jaden, you are fierce, fierce, unbelievable. Yeah, well done. Oh, well done. Just yeah. So you don't like jealous of my boogie? I just don't because
1: that's what's playing in the background. Right? Yeah, and forever.
0: Yeah, for ever. yeah, yeah. This, that's going to be the soundtrack of my life for the next ten weeks. I yeah. I
1: kind of like the um the message of it.
0: I mean I the message is fine I'm I'm just talking about the sounds Like I'm not even hearing the words Oh it is yeah. a little dated Yeah It's a little dated It's um, so when that, the first like the bum, beats bum, 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 uh, bum, All of that I'm just like Oh god it, I don't know And maybe I've just heard it too many times In any event um, I have to say And I know that this sounds Almost cliche And I
1: know we were lauding um, uh, Sonique mm-hmm. And I liked Morgan McMichaels But the best look for me was Tyra's Oh Absolutely. I mean, she
0: mm-hmm. made that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I ha- that was my notes. The highlights, like Tyra, what was the a best fucking
1: one. Talented person. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like that is
1: mm-hmm. that is talent. There was a lot of fabric. There was a lot of stuff being done there. There's a lot going and on, and it's unfortunate there. that she kind of got attacked because she wasn't quote unquote drag enough or happy enough.
0: Yeah, that was. Um that felt kind of like telling a woman, Oh, you should smile more. Smile more. Yeah. There you
1: go, Colin. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <what? laughs> Tyra, the other Tyra, Mm -hmm. talks about what happened on episode one. Right, right. What happened? (laughs) What happened?
0: Well, I didn't smile enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. Right. Hey, baby, you should smile more. I mean, yeah. No, I agree. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I think that's- They did tell her to smile more. Yeah, yeah. That's (sighs) fucked up. I know. Yeah, it is. It's something to think about as we watch this season. I
1: hope you're listening and
0: nodding. Because mm-hmm. that's right. fucked up. And it's like, oh, it's important to mention this that, like, especially when the whole she thing happened, people were coming at RuPaul saying she was transphobic. And it was like, oh my God, you have aimed your your arrows at the wrong person. You right. are so, in the same way people are saying, oh, Willem is transphobic. Willem works with trans people all of the time in his career. Willem is not transphobic. He There's a way transphobic to come comments. at it, right? There's mm-hmm. a way to, um, to find common ground, and that's through a dialogue. Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like the people that were coming for RuPaul's shemale were not interested in having a dialogue yeah. because they were like, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they didn't wait for RuPaul to be like, how are you right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because they were just spewing hate. Yeah, yeah. But instead, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, granted, I... I to be honest with you, I'm, I mean, I think I thought the she at the time was funny, and I was kind of like, oh, it went away. Yeah. But like, I don't miss it. I don't need it. Yeah. It hurts people. It's just like, yeah, we don't need that. We don't right. need that joke.
0: Yeah, I don't need it, and I kind of like she done already ha- done hers yeah. is. Yeah. I think that's cute. So I'm not mad at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, I bring that up to say that I don't think that RuPaul or anyone involved is misogynistic. It's just interesting, especially in oh, season to call two it out, to see the subtext. Yeah, and certainly in a season that is more focused on fishy. Um, you know, "quote unquote" passing queens, right? That we're even seeing them held to those kind of like ridiculous standards. Like you should smile, more smile more. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like it's like another dropped at gorgeous moment. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like oh, you're in a pageant. Yeah. I mean,
1: we saw this in season one with Angina. I mean, it, it's just it's it's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, it's the it, thing. It's, it's still it's times. still happening. Mm-hmm. It's still happening in season two, and it will 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 as we go through these seasons. I mean, we'll see it not happen. We'll yeah, work. yeah. Um. So, so. Oh. So Tyra, I, I
0: loved. I, I thought Tyra's. I loved. I obviously loved Sonique's. Um. I Juju's was nice too. Hers was very was, couture, mm-hmm. very
1: um stylish. Yeah. The wig was a little interesting it's to me. A choice. Um. Yeah. We see it again later. The makeover. The makeover challenge. Yeah. And it doesn't work there. Doesn't work there either. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it looks like a. It's almost like an Ursula wig from yeah. Little Mermaid,
0: but blonde. Very straw like. Yeah. 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 Um. I because, But it was, it was it worked with this outfit. Yeah, if it, it did. Oh god, Ella, for some reason he just moved and I thought there was like somebody like reaching over. So, it's god, a ghost. Scared the shit out of me, Ella. Shaking in your boots. Oh, see what shakes loose. All you right. don't want to know. Anyway, um, <laughs> since I am watching Jessica Wilde this season, I I, and I did love the quote that and this is what I was talking about last week when I was trying to remember the origin of Jessica Wilde. I was remembering this quote that she her saying that her look and i quote it's inspired by a movie i never saw but in my imagination that girl is amazing like jessica so <laughs> <laughs> and that's my favorite part yeah, so so <laughs> it's, i watched it like 3 times i was like that is perfect yeah and
1: oh and not to mention the twitter uh, video we got this week of jessica wild chilling oh me, yeah
0: killing yeah with those head spins i'm yeah. i'm very keen to like get her on my radar yeah uh, yeah with, right on your alley uh, right on my alley yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I, st- I don't want to get too close because i don't i want to get burned you yeah. Know? yeah right 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 exactly. yeah um anyway uh i i have to say i liked sahara's more than some of the others i was surprised she was the bottom two yeah except for the whole storyline of two old friends having to lip sync against each other
1: yeah i don't know why that really happened yeah um yeah, it
0: was a little weird. Yeah, I just uh, it was, it should have been
1: Mystique, right? Yeah, and uh, it was more interesting because of what happened in Untucked
0: mm-hmm. to keep Mystique. Mystique was gonna cause more drama than Sahara ever did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but
1: like, why put Sahara on the bottom? Maybe a better lip sync because
0: she was she's a dancer, and, right? And she danced. And she did. Yeah. I mean, every lip sync Sahara does. I mean, she certainly she, no. Oh, she's yeah. She no, pulls she, it she, out. She, she she
1: is. She sticks it up.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so I was surprised that, uh, she was in the bottom too. Um, other notes I have before we get to the lip sync is just, of course, RuPaul does not quite have the line down of, um, bring back my bring girls. Bring back my
1: girls, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did notice that. It's, she uh, said,
0: let's bring the girls, uh, back in. Back in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah then they got a new writer. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> they cut that one. Bring um, back my girls. And I have to Bring say
1: back my
0: go. Ba, 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 ba. um, it is it is rough when RuPaul says there is one word for your look, raggedy. I mean Right.
1: That's ouch. Yeah, that's some script writing. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and so of course Sahara and Shangela are in the bottom two. Let me tell you, when
1: when she did that jump. When Sahara did that first jump, I'm like, okay, this is it. And Mm -hmm. then it turns on. And I was like, this is a great way to start a season Mm -hmm. with a lip sync.
0: It's a great... Like, they're putting on a show. (sighs) Yeah. And the judges are, like, getting their life. Oh, yeah. You know, celebrities waving back at them. Right. Um, And and
1: this... Again, this is season two. And they're like, oh, we have to just sell it. We have to kill it. Right. And there wasn't this idea of, in season nine that we saw, and even season eight, where you... Are gonna be famous no matter what, right? So it doesn't really matter. I'm going home. Okay, I'm not gonna try. Right. I don't really know the song. I'm not a lip synker There's none of that. It's mm-hmm. they don't know that yet. They right. don't know. Shantala and Sahara don't know that they're gonna be famous no matter what, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they they do. They put in a lot of effort, as Sonique says. It looks like Mortal Combat up there, <laughs> um, but it's yeah. It's a it's a great moment. It's a great clip in the show. Yeah. Um, and then of course, obviously. Shangela goes, but I mean the way that RuPaul says, you know, I have a feeling we haven't mm. seen The Last of You yet. It's like I mean, the story is that, that like she knows she's like, we're
1: gonna keep you, right. Get better at drag. Right. Like we're gonna bring you in on a box next season. Yeah, but I
0: mean apparently re reauditioned for the third season. Like it was legit, apparently. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I believe um, that. But I'm sure they were like, Oh yeah, we're yeah. gonna bring you back. Right, yeah. exactly.
1: So So untucked. Um for me, the most interesting Mm-hmm. Untucked uh, oh, and Interesting things happened in Untucked for this episode More so in the episode, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we saw a lot of who these queens were And mm-hmm. this reminds me of season 9 Where the Untucks, I think we saw a lot more Than what right. they were showing um, But yeah, so it starts out and, and the, the, Already mm-hmm. Going right in on Mystique uh, In this like anti-plus-size Friendly kind of language right? Um, and, com- you know Talking about how you know, Raven's quote was really kind of telling where it's like, well, you walked into the workroom knowing you were big. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have to deal with
0: it. It's just like, girl. Yeah. Put it away. Like, yeah. what the hell? And that to me, I think we talked about this last week and mentioned earlier, is that like you start to identify who the weak one the is. Who's the room weak is. one, right. I who mean, are
1: we going to talk about? We're the mean girls. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's so funny how humans, um, whether you're gay, straight, drag, whatever, will... Um, we'll do that we'll collude and mm-hmm. and and band together and other others right it's yeah. it's very
0: lord of the flies in the exactly. sense of like who's piggy exactly this yeah. is piggy yep and it's um, we really see it in Untucked. We really see the group dynamic happen. It, there's something sort of natural in the way that Raven becomes the alpha of the group. Oh, yeah. You just see them all right. defer She even, She even points the finger at Nicole Page Brooks,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Which she's like, we're being nice until the person becomes wet sand in your underwear and slowly creates a rash. Right. And then we hear Nicole's laugh. And we keep hearing Nicole's laugh yep. through the rest of the episode. Yep.
0: Um. And yeah, and it's... And I think what happens is then when you identify that person, then it's like, okay, well, I don't want to be that. So I'm going to align with the bully so I can be. Yeah. And
1: Raven kind of becomes a bully. Like she's
0: she's the one that talks about, she's like, oh, I have my lips
1: done. And then she starts talking about all the things that she wants done. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, is this problematic?
0: Right. Right. What are
1: we, what are we saying? First of all, about femininity. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the work that needs to be done to be feminine or to look like more feminine or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or even for just gay men, all of the work that gay men and these these beautiful little boxes that they need to fit themselves into. Right.
0: And yeah, these changes you need to make in order to look a certain
1: way. Yeah. Do they want it for them or do they want it for their for their their character? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing if you're Chad Michaels and you get facial surgery to look like Cher versus a Raven who you know we'll, we'll get certain things done maybe for her own aesthetic mm-hmm. and it's like I don't, I mean I don't know I just found it so problematic and it was so um a, it was so right that it was through Raven's eyes because she becomes this literally Raven mm-hmm. sitting
0: atop and and controlling the room yeah I mean she becomes and i've I've seen this um you know my my putting sister, ideas into people's heads. Yeah. Anyway. Say my sister-in-law, for example, I, I, it's someone who will set the tone in the room. Right. And it's typically a negative tone. Yeah. And that frequency becomes the dominant one. Right. And, it, and to go against that is threatening. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, then I guess this is kind of the way we're going to respond to this as a group. Right. Um, and right. It's, it is really interesting to see how... Just how easily Raven did that. I mean, she established that from the moment she walked in. Oh, you yeah. know, no, and, she takes control. Mm-hmm, that yeah. masculine energy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And we even see it when, um, you know, I uh, this part made me cringe a lot because we knew that Nicole Page Brooks liked Raven, mm-hmm. but she says straight to Raven, she's like, "Who's the hottest guy?" Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, this feels like high school. And then, I mean, Raven is like not having it. Yeah, Raven mm-hmm. is like, no, not with those, you know, acrylic toenails with white French tips. Yeah, She's yeah. Not impressed. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I uh, the, the line that made me laugh was, she wants to go over and sit on your nose. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Like, oh shit, right? She's just talking about her nose, <laughs> <Right>? Mary. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. That big old honker. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it was just very forward of Nicole yeah. to to do that to be like, oh yeah, I think you're the hottest. It's so. I'm unc- like, oh, why right are you doing this? right. It's day
0: one or day right? three. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like it's like telling the person that you think is hot uh
0: at summer camp like the second day. Right. You're right. supposed to wait till the last day. Exactly. And like <laughs> listen, I get it that it's untucked, but put it away, Mary. Oh, there you, you go, know? Mary. There you go. There you go. Um so anyway, um,
1: uh, we we do we get that quote from uh, Raven and uh, we all, there's also this uh, the all of them look like girls and I don't look like a girl what am I doing on this show mm-hmm. am I on the right show um, and then they start talking about. Um, uh, getting attacked by lesbians
0: for their sperm? Oh, yeah. That, that, I was kind of like,
1: uh, how many? One, two? Right. I know. That to me, just, Stop it. I just felt like, uh, Stop putting yourself up, Mary. Yeah. Like, nobody wants your sperm. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it's
0: like, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's. Um,
1: yeah. And that's when we we go through the Clip of the Week discussion where mm-hmm. uh, Tatiana talks about um, her experience uh, dressing in drag and Nicole mm-hmm. Page Brooks is... Wondering if she's a tranny, yeah. um, which is problematic. And then we get uh, Juju B's lovely kind of quote about how, you know, she, why they do drag and yeah. they're not stupid and she can cook.
0: Yeah. You know, and and knowing that Sonique uh, is in whatever point in this, uh, when this is filmed, she's, I don't know if she started transitioning or she's certainly considering it. Oh, you no. Know.
1: Well, she, I remember reading that she. what had started Mm -hmm. and then she
0: stopped right during the show right so it's just you know she was right there in that conversation it's like oh I I mean I feel yeah it would have been nice to kind of get that perspective but I think that that goes back to all the way back to what we were talking about um with the suck less thing and the person who wrote in and Mm -hmm. like the the disclosure situation is like it's like you look at season two and like I would imagine because Sonique I don't think she talks about it at all until the reunion right um didn't feel safe, or didn't feel that she wanted to share that. Versus Peppermint who's like, "Yep, it's brought it right like, out." And yeah. so, like the the evolution on that, where it's like coming out about that is sure. is different. It right. has evolved. There's a space for right. that. People can understand it. People can wrap their head around it. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that if Sonique was able to, that I would have. I'd like to believe that would have steered the conversation in a different way. Yeah. You know? yeah. Hopefully. So hopefully. Um, the girls that were on the bottom and the top come in
1: next, uh, and I guess the only thing here is is what we know to be the classic. What people moment. thought was going to be the clip of the week. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm but sure. how Mystique didn't want to respond to Nicole about uh, what they said around the runway, and then Morgan thought that was all rude, and Morgan's mm-hmm. like Mystique's like I can start a fight, and Morgan's like Who wants to fight? Yeah. Um. And I did. I did appreciate Morgan saying, like, "Honey, if you have a negative ass attitude, that then you should go home." Yeah. I mean, it's true. It's mm-hmm. like sure, we, exactly. We can do that. But I also believe that Mystique was putting it on for drama. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I'm sure she was scared that she was going to go home, but like, mm-hmm. I think she was putting it on. Like, there, she wasn't really. A, I don't know. She I don't think that fight was
0: like absolutely oh, real. That whole. I mean, watching it again, and actually, to be honest, I, I, I don't think I've seen it in full until watching it for this because right. I hadn't really watched Untucked for season two so a lot of these are gonna be fresh episodes yeah. for me but I know that Morgan was kind of stoking that fire on purpose right she wanted there to be some drama on camera I uh, don't start drama I end it yeah I mean that to me just felt like oh were you practicing that practicing that in like the hotel room you fix
1: your hair
0: go fix your honey sweetie you sweetie to- <laughs> sweetie
1: <laughs> like I
0: don't need to fix your I don't need to fix my mug yeah <laughs> I mean it, it feels honestly that whole fight feels so forced and so clunky um, I, I mean but it's very entertaining Oh it's very, very entertaining, entertaining but it just But it
1: certainly ends in like that like what kind of way Like you're not worth it let me walk off Oh
0: it's so stupid yeah
1: I, And it was in this weird um, this hallway It was like an office Like It was it was like an empty office space Yeah you know? I think
0: they were in the hallway between um, Oh Ella is misbehaving right now Oh he's eating out of a pan <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I'll keep going You take care of this Um yeah, no. I think what they're—I think they're in the hallway between the Interior Illusion Lounge and the Gold Bar, um, and the Gold Bar, which we—I don't know if this happens in. Later uh, episodes of It's season just so two. different
1: Than what we see In season 8 and season 9 So we're just like Not used to seeing The backstage areas Especially mm-hmm. even like Season 6 untucked Like this was still On a
0: budget Yeah Like but, they were
1: still In like a hotel
0: Oh yeah absolutely This <laughs> is conference room Like B and C In the basement Yeah But what we see In the gold bar Is there's a bartender Oh right so I was like, Well so, because absolute right Right so I'm wondering Is this going to be Kind of like the, the gay housekeeper In the first episode Of the Golden Girls Are we going <laughs> to No longer have the bartender after this yeah Do they serve no purpose I feel like they had to pay him And they're like We don't need to pay Or you don't need to be
1: on screen Right You know? Right well, that, yeah. Maybe he was the start Of the Scruff Pit Crew You know Maybe Because we haven't seen The Pit Crew yet When do we see the Pit Crew We have
0: No we We see them in the episode Because they bring them cocktails Oh yeah Yeah okay, okay. Yeah But they're so. certainly not featured They're certainly not focused They're on. not focused The way they are later seasons Yeah Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they don't have names or anything Yeah
1: um, Yeah And then again We see Tatiana She's defending Mystique um, She can't sit back When a friend is being attacked we also hear hallelujah for the first time mm-hmm. uh, When Mystique is fronting um, And yeah that was on untucked I mean it was it was a great untucked episode
0: After the end when that fight happened When the Mystique and Morgan fight happened in the end and there's a little moment And it, Shangela I think she goes, well, all right. And I was like, you're going to be an all right, Mary, aren't you? She basically didn't all right, Mary. Oh, she was she like, goes. well, all right. I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's Mary, what it is. Mary. Mary. Um, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. Um I didn't hear that. But yeah, that's untalked. That's episode one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it, was, it is it was a good episode. It's a good episode. It's a great like it's a good intro. starter.
1: I think that there are better episodes coming. Oh. Um, but I God, certainly yeah. liked I certainly liked Untucked. Mm-hmm. I liked everything before the the challenge. Again, the challenge was interesting mm-hmm. because it was another Project Runway episode and I yeah, I like Project Runway. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um you know, I think uh, I'm excited for what's to come. I think there's a lot. Look forward to yeah. So anyway, Marys, if you have uh, oh, you know what we have another
0: segment. We it's one little thing before we do the wrap up for Reddit on Reddit. It is Reddit on Reddit. Can you read, honey? Uh, We did talk about a lot of the Reddit on Reddit things I want to talk about, but this I felt like was important to mention. um, That uh, I saw this on uh, Twitter, but also I think I saw it because uh, I saw Claire tweeting about it, and then she sent us a message about it. That Fifi O'Hara. Uh, she connected with this club, Foot Phone, oh, in Minneapolis. Right. They are donating the space and she's arranging a fundraising event for Puerto Rico. Right. And uh, already yeah. she has, in terms of queens who are confirmed, or at least are like going to make it happen as best as possible, it's supposed to happen on November 6th uh, Chad Michaels, Trinity Taylor, Nisha Lopez, Angina, Mariah, Acid Betty, Jiggly Caliente, uh, Ginger, Pandora, Cynthia, Mystique, Madame Laqueer. So not Derek Barry. Uh, Not Derek Barry. Yeah. So not Derek Barry. He's not helping. Um, No. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure there's more they're gonna join. But I saw when she first posted that, and I saw the Twitter responses of these queens like like Trinity Taylor like right away she's like yep let me know yeah Um, and it was just so great to see that yeah I mean no that there's some what did uh, Claire call it dractivism yeah yeah yeah. and I mean and none of this has to be in the lens of like oh Feety's not so bad but I like. It, this speaks to who Fifi O'Hara who Jeremy really is to yeah. organize this right that's very true yeah that's I mean so it was very I was very heartened to see that there's um it's it's not GoFundMe it's called like you care but there's a link that they're already doing fundraising for they just started it today and they already raised like four thousand dollars oh wow so I'll post the link on Twitter um Thank you know Mary totally worth you know. Worth, it's it's better than the Red Cross because that doesn't get anybody anything. So right, right. No, um, that, if you want to help, yeah. I mean,
1: I, if you're gonna donate, donate. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's Red Cross or whatever. But if you know and if you're wised up, like. There are are other more specific places to donate than than the Red Cross. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: So, yeah, I just thought that was was certainly worth mentioning.
1: Cool, man. Well, if you have any other thoughts, Marys, on uh, Season 2, on this episode, any tea on Violet, any tea on Tyra, any tea on... um uh, Courtney Act and mm-hmm. Willem um, anything that you heard in this episode we really want to hear it so you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on twitter
0: at allrightmary and then of course you can go over to iTunes you can leave us a rating, you could leave us a review five stars would be great, glowing would be perfect <laughs> um, and let us know how much you love All Right Mary and if you hate it then just email us Like, don't be so public about it, god <laughs> <laughs> Like it's fine but like really yeah. Yeah, um, we like feedback. We love
1: feedback. Yeah. Um. Um. And much to our feedback, we are bringing which, back uh, another staple of All Right, Mary, the Last Chance Lip Sync, which features a song that Colin and I believe to be a. Uh, A lip sync that doesn't get Or a song that could be lip synced In the drag world That maybe doesn't get done Or we haven't seen done That we really want done Mm -hmm. This one in particular We did see done Mm -hmm. um, But we would like to see it done again And more And in a more public way Mm -hmm. And that song is I Miss You by Bjork
0: Yes So uh, you can play that over and over For the next week As you miss us dearly (laughs) Because all we have left to say Or at least all I, I have left to say to you Bye I'll
1: see you later I miss
0: you.